0: Showstrom joins the program. Kelly, can you hear me?
1: Yes. Hi, yeah. Jeff. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. We had technical difficulties trying to get hooked up, but I
1: think we're doing okay now. How have you been? I'm doing really good. Thanks for having me, and it's good chatting with you every once in a while while Kelly's out.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now, you sent me an article from Forbes magazine about talking points for today because – over the last two or three weeks, more and more news sources are starting to talk about possibly an economic downturn. And when they mention that, they say, what can you and I do about it? We need to make sure we're in as little debt as possible. So the Forbes article, Six Money Moves to Tackle Your Debt Crisis. First off, Kelly, we'd have to define the terms. At what point do you realize that you're in a debt crisis.
1: So that's going to be a little bit different for everyone, right? But I feel I feel it's you're qualified to be in a debt crisis if you're just feeling the stress and the angst of managing your money, if you're not sure maybe where your next paycheck is coming from, if you are living paycheck to paycheck and you need to get paid in order to pay your bills coming up, if you are worried about overdrafting or you don't have enough money to pay your credit card bill in full, all of those items I would say would qualify you, unfortunately, for being a little bit of a debt crisis and something that you want to kind of get ahead of. And so while it might not be um, a dire situation right now, um, if you are feeling a little bit of what we just talked about, maybe it is a time to get a handle and get a rein on some of your financial um, potential mistakes in the past so that if something big in the economy, big in our nation does happen, you're a little bit less affected by it.
0: So we'll start with the banking Uh, failures that we've heard over the last uh, two weeks, the important thing to remember, and the Fed has said this as well, the FDIC, the insurance program that every bank or most banks participate in, means that for normal people like me, we're not going to be affected. As long as we have less than $250,000 in a bank account, all of that money is insured. The FDIC is working perfectly. Is that your takeaway as well?
1: Yeah, I don't think um that like banks closing necessarily um is going to be a huge um m- miss for us personally. Of course, if there are bigger things happening, there's bailouts that have happened in the past. The government will most likely step in just to make sure people at an individual level aren't going to be robbed of their money. Right. But this is something where your money might not be available as quickly as you want it. If your bank does go under or with this um, increasing interest rates, you're not going to be able to get an affordable loan if you need it. And so this is why it's really important that while these external big um, macro macroeconomic factors still affect us at some level, right? Interest rates, inflation, um, its it still does affect us at some level. And so while it's not going to affect your day-to-day necessarily, being able to better manage your day-to-day is going to make you less affected by these larger issues.
0: All right. So what's step one? If we finally decide now is the time to get on top of our debt problem, what's step one?
1: So- Well, and this isn't even an article, but step one is just kind of knowing where is your money going currently? And is there any waste? Is there any opportunity that you can reduce spending in any areas, right? And so if you're feeling that pinch, that paycheck to paycheck, that not enough money at the end of the month, um, well, let's look at our current spending and let's kind of see where do we have some wiggle room to reduce our spending? Maybe it's subscription services or going out to eat, or maybe we have a really expensive car loan that we don't need. Um, Any of those areas to free up a little bit of extra cash, um, that will allow us to kind of implement some of these steps. And so the first thing that Forbes is talking about is paying off your outstanding balances. And this is going to help you avoid high interest rates um, and just make sure that you're not paying more than what you originally signed up for. And so being able to pay that credit card in full, making sure that your, your loans are um, up to date and you're not behind on your payments and all that sort of thing is going to be your first step to just kind of making sure you're on track, making sure you're up to date.
0: All right. And once we've got everything on track and up to date, where do we go from there?
1: This is where the fun part begins, Jeff. This is where we can talk about maybe maybe doubling up on our payments or if not doubling up, paying extra, right? There's a lot of good tools out there that'll help you figure out when you can become debt free. Debt payoff planner is an app and a computer um, software system that I really love to use. And it'll tell you when you'll become debt free on your current payment plan. So if you see you're going to be debt free in 10 years with your minimum payments, maybe you want to start paying 20 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks extra each month, and you can actually become debt debt-free quite a bit sooner. And so paying extra on our debt every month is going to be really important to realizing that this is um, the sooner we pay off our debt, the sooner we can free up that cash to be able to go towards other things. And maybe the other things is paying off other debt. Maybe it's going to be saving up for um, helping our kids go to college or ensuring that we can go on vacation every single year. But What I think about debt is it just robs us from cash that we could have today, right? So we are all hardworking people, and um, it takes a lot of effort to make our money. And so why spend it going towards debt and interest payments when we can actually be using it for a little bit of a better quality of life?
0: All right. Now, let's take a a little trip off topic. Uh, In the newsroom here at WJON, uh, we were at a seminar this morning at St. Cloud State University. Where an economics professor was talking about the state of the economy here in St. Cloud. And he brought some very interesting points up, basically saying that in order to be able to live in St. Cloud, you need to have a salary that's north of $19 an hour. And in order to afford a medium-range house, so a three hundred thirty dollars to $350,000 home here in St. Cloud, you need to have a household income of roughly $80,000 a year, which is substantially higher than the average household income in St. Cloud. So where do I go with those two divergent sets of information? We have you saying that I can Work my debt. I can start to get ahead. I can start to do a better life. And then we have reports coming out that, well, the deck is stacked against us as housing, our primary driver is too high and employment, how we make our money is too low.
1: Yeah. And this is something um, Dave Ramsey talks about this quite a bit and um, everyone can have their opinions on Dave Ramsey. But one thing that I really like that he says is uh, at the end of the day, this is just a math problem, right? And so it doesn't matter um, because we hear a lot, you know, St. Cloud is a relatively affordable city compared to San Francisco, New York, Chicago, right? And so at the end of the day, it doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter what job you have. You just have to make the math work, and so whether we're in a really expensive city or really cheap city, being able to uh, monitor and take control of how much personal debt we have, what our monthly expenses are, those are things that are in our control. And so, if you're living in St. Cloud, Minnesota, and you're one of those people that are like, I don't make eighty thousand dollars a year, and I can't afford a three hundred fifty thousand dollar house. then unfortunately the answer is you can't afford a $350,000 house. And so then it looks at, well, what, what are our options? We're not giving up here. We just have to think a little bit creatively. Um, we have to make sure that we have as little debt as possible, because if you're spending five $500 a month on a car payment, um, of course you're not going to be able to afford that median house, right? Um, if you are also um, maybe not taking on extra side jobs when you have capacity and um, willingness to that could also affect your income because you might have an opportunity to get to that $80,000 and you're just not taking advantage of it. And so there are a lot of things that we can do. Um, how much do you spend on going out to eat? How much do you spend on vacations every year? Um, of course you can't afford to live in an area that's really expensive. If you're also vacationing every other month, or like we said, you have a really expensive car note. And so Every situation is going to be a little bit different. Every person is going to be different depending on what your monthly expenses are, what your income is. But at the end of the day, like I said, this is a math problem. And so we're going to have to give a little bit and we're going to have to um, get a little bit. And so think about what you value most. Do you want that house because it's security and you have a big family and you want to make sure that everyone's okay. Then we might not be able to have that fancy car. We might not be able to go on these luxury vacations. We have to give a little bit unless we do have time to make a little bit more money. And so we do have to like weigh and balance a little bit of everything in our life. We can't have everything, but Jeff, we can have anything. And so we just have to sit and we have to think about what are our values? What do we want most in our life? What is important to us and how can we make those things affordable?
0: It's it's a great way to think. I think it's a little more challenging to do in reality, but it's a great mindset to have, I think, moving forward, is that anything, it's just a math problem. We can make this all work. I think that's something that we need to hear more of from time to time.
1: Exactly. Because we do, you know, we get stuck in keeping up with the Joneses and we think we deserve the latest iPhone and all of these things add up. Right. And I think we can justify just about any expense. And unfortunately, if you're if your income isn't as high or if you're living in a city that is really expensive, um, you don't get to have the latest iPhone in a $400,000 house, like somebody in the middle of Iowa might. Right. Um, but it's a choice that we make to live where we want to live and to work where we want to work and, and so forth. And, and, Um, while it is easier said than done, I'm not saying this is easy work. I do think that we need to take a little bit of the responsibility when we look at our expenses of, well, how much are we actually spending on our debt? And do I, did I really need this new car or, um, am I living in a neighborhood that I possibly can't afford or am I commuting too far for work? And I'm spending a lot of money on gas. And so I think all of those situations, just look at it and figure out how can I tweak and how can I adjust a little bit here and there. And then I think overall, um, you'll be able to see, um, a big, difference with time.
0: It's a fantastic way to look at it. Uh, Kelly, I'll give you uh, a few minutes to talk about all of the information, the little tips, the little tricks that you have on your website. How do people reach out to you?
1: So Kellyshowstrom.com, that's S J O S T R O M. Um, if you're listening to us on the podcast, um, hello and welcome. We are, um, on the website, you also have free resources, a freebie library where you sign up once and you have access to all of my free tools. And of course we can work together. If some of these concepts sound good and, but a little bit foreign to you, um, I'm available for one-on-one coaching and you can also dive into my course that's available online and you can get started today to kind of start to figure out some of this stuff, because while it's, I'm um, really complicated, there is, kind of a formula to it and you can, um, use my, my roadmap that I used to get out of debt to kind of accomplish the same thing. So don't give up. Um, don't try to tackle the big beast today. Start with one thing at a time, start small. Um, and each day you'll see a little bit more progress and you'll be able to get out of debt before you know it.
0: Oh, Kelly, you and I could talk about economics and personal spending. I swear for hours on end, this segment always goes too fast. Thank you for being always available for us. And, uh, Uh, We'll see you next week here on It Matters with Kelly Kortz. Kelly Sostrom, you can find her online. She's our budgeting basics guru. Oh, I could sit and talk about personal economics all day long.